Are you a business leader with a growth mindset? Do you want to improve your marketing, your growth, and your business? Then welcome to the Pro Growth Podcast. My name is Dan, and my goal is to provide you with the information and resources to help you make informed choices when it comes to achieving more in your business and your life. Today, I want to talk about how and when to clean your email list. But first, let me say, people have problems that cause them pain. Ray Edwards says this over and over when talking about his pastor framework in copywriting. And our role as business leaders is to talk about those problems, to let our audience know that we understand the pain they're experiencing and paint a picture of what life looks like when they can alleviate that pain. Then we can introduce our unique solutions to the problem that are going to take them on that journey. Which is where today's message may or may not be tied in. As business leaders, creatives, and entrepreneurs, we tend to worry about all the things that could be, that should be in our version of success. One of those things is what to do with all the people on our mailing list that either aren't engaged or, more specifically, have already unsubscribed. And I'm going to take a page right out of Amy Porterfield's book here and tell you, we, you and I, should not be so worried about what could be. Rather, we should be thanking those people, those people who have unsubscribed. They're telling us that they don't want or need what we're offering. Maybe it's right now. Maybe they used to, but something's changed. Whatever the reason, they have told us, thank you, but this isn't for me. So some of you are asking, well, what should I do with them? Should I save that list so I can remarket to a lookalike audience that I made from them on Facebook? Should I keep them in my mailing list in case they come back? Or maybe there's something else. But the answer is no. Delete them. Don't keep them. Don't save them for some other purpose. Delete them. Here's the thing. Something led them to telling you, led them to tell you that they're not interested. If it's a change in circumstances, then wouldn't that mean if you use them to create a lookalike audience? then that increases the possibility that you're wasting money to market to people who look like them and don't actually want or need what you're offering, right? They match their current circumstances. And so if, if a circumstance led to them unsubscribing, the change in their circumstance, then most likely you'll end up targeting people who are most like them and also have a different circumstance and don't need what you want. Excuse me don't need or want what you're offering. So instead, I'd encourage you to turn your attention to the people who have expressly stated, I want what you have. I need it to overcome this challenge. I need to improve my life. Turn your time and attention to taking the very best care of those people. Those are your people. Learn everything you can about them. And this goes to the Rather than focusing on how you can get 10,000 people on your list, instead, focus on what brings the 10 or the 100 to your list and how you can serve them even better. Even if they only tell one other person, you'll be able to at least double your list if you can just help those people get exactly what it is that they're looking for. And how do you do that? This may seem profound, but keep it simple. Just ask good questions 
Be clear about your intentions. Be authentic. Share your own stories and how you came to the thing that you're doing now. People want to engage in experiences, to connect at a more personal level. Here's my take on that. If you look around, pre-COVID of course, but if, if you look around at all the activities around you, the big box experience is wearing off. I'll say the big box experience is wearing off. Most small and historic downtown areas are starting to thrive once again. And again, this is maybe pre-COVID circumstances and there's some things going on right now that are going to be different. But at the end of the day, people are craving connection, personal interaction, and a level of customer service that they didn't realize for far too long that they were missing out on. As people started to experience that again, it started to show in the revitalization of all of these downtown small mom and pop stores, etc. Now, you add COVID to the mix, and I, I think now, more than ever actually, people truly are craving personal interaction and the opportunity to engage beyond a Zoom meeting. So I'm not saying take advantage of that. What I am saying, though, is be there when people need you to be. Build that relationship and those connections with the people who have already told you they want to hear from you. They want what you have, and they desire to do business with you. Okay, <laughs> rant's over. Let's get down to business. When, when should you be cleaning your list? Now that we've talked about what you should do with unsubscribes, I think there's another important element that I want to make sure we address. And that's, uh, it, it's really about email deliverability scores. There is such a thing. Your email is scored. Um, and that factor goes into whether or not you actually end up in the spam folder or not. And I know you've worked hard to build your list to this point. Unsubscribes have told you they aren't interested or they're not interested right now. But what about those who haven't engaged? Well, they could be impacting your email deliverability score. If you send out a thousand people, uh, an email out to a thousand people and only 100 engage with your email in some form or fashion, then the artificial intelligence used in scoring will think that you're sending, what you're sending must be spam or just isn't valuable. And so it could impact your ability to make it to their inbox. So, I know you love the people who have shown interest at some point, but like the unsubscribes, there's some reason that they aren't engaging anymore. And let's face it, when, when is the last time you went through all of the emails you haven't read to unsubscribe? If you're like me, you're probably deleting or archiving them right away to get to the emails in your inbox that you need to get to to address today. So... I'm going to suggest that at least once per quarter is when I recommend going through and deleting your unsubscribes. Again, what about the unengaged? Well, I think there's really two main options that I'll present here, at least as I see it. The, the real key here isn't about when necessarily, but rather being consistent. So you don't get to a point where it's just overwhelming. So I would first suggest you pick an interval Put a reminder on your calendar and make it recurring at that frequency for you. Whether it's quarterly, monthly, annually, um, that's completely a personal preference. So back to these options. The first option is simply create a list of unengaged based on when they last engage 
and then just pick a date. Anyone not active before this date gets removed or at least moved at this point. The second option, and this is why I say moved, is to see if there's an opportunity to engage them once more. Send them something of value, or as we did recently for one of my clients, just create a simple re-engagement campaign. Let them know you care about them and want to know if they're still interested. If they don't engage, you'll be opting them out of your email list, offering them an incentive like a new download that you've created, or just a simple reconfirm reconfirmation of their subscription to let you know, Hey, yeah, I'm still here. I'm still interested. Those are some easy ways to just test the engagement and help you determine who should stay. I'd create an email list, uh, excuse me, an email that includes an offer of some sort. Um, maybe it's a link to an easy, uh, maybe it's a link to a downloadable you created. Like I said, um, a link to make it easy to unsubscribe should also be in that email. And then a clear statement about what happens if they choose to do nothing at all. You've given them their options and now it's up to them to make a decision. As always, I hope this has been helpful and I'd love to hear from you with your feedback or questions on the topics you'd love to hear about the most. And there's two ways. Of course, I'd love for you to join my pro growth Facebook community where you can ask those questions and share your feedback. Or if you'd like to be more than just online or podcast friends, then I hope you'll text the word podcast to 757-210-4418. That's the word podcast text to 757-210-4418. And yes, this is my real number. You'll receive an automatic reply, but once we get through that initial setup, the rest will be from me personally. So I'd encourage you, you know, if you'd like to share your feedback or have your questions um, talked about in our next topics, etc., then shoot me a text. Love to hear from you. Okay, until next time, have a great one.